single day she wakes up, the more she sees it. Nobody else can. But there's something wrong with the world. And that it's her fault. Time to evolve into the species that we were meant to become. Hello, welcome to Bethlehem World, Explosion West Westworld After Show, where we discuss and break down each and every episode of Westworld. My name is Dylan Blunt. Joining me, potentially AI Nicholas Pryor. Tweet, fucking tweet. Um, this week's episode, Zhang Zi? Zhang, Zhang Zi? Is that? Uh, it's as good as I'm, I'm ever going to get it, so. Yeah, all right. So, I tried. <laughs> uh, directed by Craig William McNeil, written by Wes Humphrey and Lisa Joy. The synopsis was, God is bored. Yes. So, Nick, what did you think of this week's episode? Oh, I think it's the best episode yet. Personally. Of the season or the show? Oh, <laughs> uh, of the season. I'd have to go back and watch the rest of the show to make that evaluation, but of the yeah, season's like, definitely I was like, the best. what a call. <laughs> 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 what made it so good? Um, I don't know, just the, the fact that they're really getting into unveiling of what's going on, um, how it's all gonna shake out. Um just the acting was great. Minimal action. Um, yeah, just <laughs> like, to see. Like such a plus, minimal action. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to see, like, the hosts, like, how they exist in the current state of the world as well. Like, what's going on with them. And it told a lot of the story without making everything too obvious. You still have questions about what's going on and whatnot. Hmm. Well, yeah, because we took such a, a jump in time. Now you're just like, you didn't get to see the slow build up. Now it's just like at the end where Charlotte's yeah, that's it. bored. <laughs> like, she's like, and stuff isn't going exactly the way they they want it to. Which, so yeah, I would agree. I think this is the best episode of the season for sure. Show, don't know. But season, yes. Um, the one thing, so I, I like Googled um, Zhangzi or however you say it. Uh, so Zhang Zhao was a uh, influential Chinese philosopher, and that was uh, what the episode's written about. But okay, on Wikipedia, yep. Wikipedia, it's got an um, example of his work here, which I think does tie into the, the episode. So it's like this one here where it says, uh, do you see how the fish are coming to the surface and swimming around as they please? That's what fish really enjoy, to which uh, someone else replies, you're not a fish, so how can you know what fish really enjoy? And then Zhang Zi says, you are not me, so how can you know I don't know what fish enjoy? So I think it's like a philosophy thing about obviously Charlotte like trying to play into what hosts and humans would enjoy, like a control yeah. aspect or whatever. So I think that's what the title that yeah. is drawing from. So, um, And I mean, the other thing we even get to see is like right obviously where the episode starts is we get the man in black having this conversation with... I presume two humans, right? They were just yeah. I, I would assume that they're human hosts, whatever you want to call them. That now, Ooh. bug people, <laughs> buzzers. I don't know. Um, so he's having this like conversation, and then he gets called away to deal with uh, a host who's gone on a rampage. Yep, bored. I guess like or, uh, I think it gets revealed later, but. I think that 
when these hosts have interactions with the outliers or whatever they are, they start to question their own sense of reality and think of this version of what the world of what Chaloras wants is all there is and they're not happy with it. Like they don't really have any sense or interaction with people with empathy or have any sense of that um, that emotion or anything like that because the rest of the world doesn't cater to it where these outliers are like, is this real? I'm scared, whatever. Um, yeah. Empathy with the host, they like something turns over in their brain and they start to consider things that they never would have on their own and they're not satisfied with how the world is because she goes – is this all there is or something like that? Like I'm, I'm about to, what, elevate or transcend or whatever, and she goes, is this all there is? Like, yeah. To which I was trying to, like, uh, I, if I wasn't paying enough attention, but w- what are we, what's this transcending? Like, because to me it makes it sound like Yeah, I, I don't think we to- know. I think, I don't know if it is, is like maybe the host when they're created, are first put into this world to, I don't know, I don't know, come into their own or, like, determine their own personality, what they want to do or anything like that or get out any sort of basic human instincts that might be left over in the code so they can, when they transcend, they can do whatever they want in the world. Like when Chlora says the man in black, I create all these people. We're capable of so much more, yet nobody ever does anything with it. Yeah, maybe it's funny. their way. Yeah, it's like everyone, including Charlotte, in this episode has. It's like now that they're at the end game and they've won, even she's at a loss for what to do, and she's created yeah. all these people and given them free will, quote unquote, um, and no one's doing anything with it. So. She's bored because she has no, she has nothing, no one to fight. Or she's got like a very small rebel group to fight, but not enough yeah. to keep her like fully engaged. Like that's why I think the best scene or my favorite scene in the episode was the one where she's talking to the man in black and having all those people like do the dance and um, yeah, all that that sort of stuff. She's very just, sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Um, and that poor guy fucking, his hands are bleeding from playing that keyboard so much. Bloody keyboard, yeah, all day, nonstop. Uh, I think Charlotte the Tower. Yeah, I think Charlotte has created a world that she, what she thinks she wanted, and she thinks she knows best for everybody. But she wants people to come into their own, or the hosts to come into their own and do whatever they want. But as soon as they start acting in a way that she doesn't like, she ends up ending them anyway. Mm. So I think. She thinks she's creating an ideal world, but in reality, for all them, they don't really have free will, host or human. No. Like, she created Man in Black to be better than the human guy, and he's like, I'm whatever you created me to be. Yeah, she's really pissed off. But yeah, even yeah, there's, nothing wrong, talks- there's nothing wrong with my code. I've done self diagnostics. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with my code. Yeah. And even he goes and like, to, I like that scene where he goes and talks to, I like the idea that this is like, the, he's pulled out the real man in black maybe once or twice over this 30 years and yep. just pops out every now and then 
just just for the this this version that's taken over from him, a robot boy version, just to scream <laughs> at him and be like, "What's wrong with me?" <laughs> I, I, like, I don't think he's done it over the years. I think that's his first interaction with him alone, questioning the own sense of his reality after hmm. he encountered the outlier. This whole episode is just a bunch of people saying, "Have you ever questioned your yeah own reality?" It, like- <laughs> it's really really reminiscent of the Matrix to me. Yeah. When Charlotte's at the desk and Teddy calls her and goes, just tell her you whatever and leave here and yeah, there's more pushing yes. reality and whatnot. And then there's the, like, out. the people in the desert are like the people in Zion and whatever. It is a bit, isn't it? Like when you, when you like boil it down yeah, like These that. people aren't ready to be waking up. Yeah. All that kind of really stuff. Thematically very similar. Um, yeah. So, um, so then you got all the... They're the Teddy, Christina slash Dolores stuff. Um, I still, we still don't like find out how Teddy, well, there's lots of things, obviously you said before, we, there's lots of stuff we still don't find answers to. So namely yeah. how, where, why Teddy's back, how he gets there, how he has his memories from previous life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But then also why, how, where exactly Christina slash Dolores was even brought back. Um, other than like, why did, why did, why did it have to be her? Like, that's the part that I'm. The other thing I can think of is that Dolores is a copy of Dolores, but her personality got mixed with Hale in some way. Mm. And like Dolores obviously changed to tune it before she died last season. The only thing I think of is maybe she brought her back to become like an ideal companion for her because she might be the only one that can understand her and what she's going through. Yeah. Well, it's so, the, the way that scene with the two of them plays out makes it seem like this is a semi-regular thing when um, whenever she needs to have a conversation with Christina, um, yeah. she just like calls up and be like, I'm going to be in town this weekend. Can we have coffee or whatever? But she's like using it as a, um, just like she just wants a friend she can talk to or, play this character or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Because she goes there and straight maybe, after freaking the fuck out with the man in black and everything. And, and That's right. Yeah. Although we don't, it, even though it's implied that it's the same timeline, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, but mm. neither of the storylines interact the the rebels, outliers and all that and Christina and Teddy. They know neither one of the things that happen in those timelines affect the other. So we, we still don't know if, they're the same timeline or not. It's obviously yeah. taking place very close to each other, but I guess it's to keep in mind keep in mind that we still don't know 100% that it's the same. No, and this show definitely has played with that yeah. stuff before. I mean, I am st- I would still lean towards it being the same timeline. Oh, it, yeah, just- it probably is, but I guess it's something with the way Westworld is, something to keep in mind also. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do you... You got any more ideas, do you reckon, like with all the Teddy stuff? Like how, because he's yeah. definitely not been brought back by Charlotte, Charlotte. No. The, the, I honestly have no idea. Maybe when he shot himself in the head, he didn't get his fucking marble or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a bad shot. I don't know. God damn it, Teddy. You can't even kill yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I really don't have any idea how he would come back if he did. He, like other than that, if he did actually kill himself, I'd, yeah, I don't know. Unless, yeah, I honestly have no idea. 
Um, and then with the whole way he goes about revealing uh, Christina's like powers or what have you, which is this control over everyone that she's because she's like, well, I, she has access to the to the Matrix. I yeah. guess is the that's right. Yeah, she's, I guess, subconsciously in control of what every everybody well everybody's base storyline. Hmm. Which is that scene with her boss? I thought was really. Uh, yeah, that, really so cool. are we saying he's a human? Yeah. Then I don't understand why he would have the information of everything that's going on. I don't know. That, that's the thing that confused me. Like, uh, well, I, I assume that she's just, yeah, I assume she has the control of the humans. Like, I, I assume that yeah. anyone she can control is human. So if, if he's a human, how is he able to give her the answer that there's stuff behind the curtain or it's a walled garden and shit like that? Fuck knows. Is, is, the bugs are all tied into the same matrix. Maybe it's just a bug and a bug. Yeah, but I guess so. But when the outliers like start losing control, they immediately don't have the answers of what's going on. No. But like, would he be able to give that answer unless he was under her control? Like it's just something buried deep within? Possibly. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're connected to the Matrix or they're just what they they're, um, con- what their actions are determined by that fucking, the, you know, the relays all around the city. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think her accessing, getting him to do whatever she wants is setting off red flags in the Matrix because if that was the case, Chalora's would know straight away that she was affecting things in ways that are unpredicted. Yeah. Well, Chalora's knows something's up. But I don't think she knows exactly. I, what's I don't going think on. she knew something. I, I think she knew something was up, but I don't think she knows exactly what. <clears throat> no. If she if she knew, she would just go kill Teddy. Yeah, that's right. She'd kill Teddy and like reset Chaloras or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dolores, so, uh, yeah. She's doing a bunch of investigating, but she she doesn't actually know. So that's why no. I'm like she did, definitely didn't bring him back to life. There's no way that. No, hundred percent no. Which yeah. Um, and if it is the same timeline, he wouldn't have come back via Bernard and Maeve or anything either. No, that's the thing, yeah, which was the the going theory about reviving or, like, bringing them out of the, what do they call it? The... the uh, sublime. Sublime, yeah. Which was what, when the, um at the start, where they're, like, talking about going, you know, evolving or whatever the hell they say, um, that's what I thought they were talking I about, think, transcending. I thought yeah. that was like, oh, we're going to the sublime. I was like, but you don't have access to the sublime, so. No. And, yeah, no, it's really bizarre. It's like old like, robots go to heaven. Are all the humans left confined to this city other than the people living in the desert? I mean, that's how I take it, right? And then the rest of the world is, like, host life, I guess? It's we really never bizarre. really found out how much of the rest of the world was affected by the war either, so. No. I, I, I feel like she did take over the world and maybe the human population just culled down to this particular city. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I guess it <coughs> won't get answered and we're not really meant to question that deep into what's going on. No. 
But I mean, I don't need all the answers because you can very easily be no, like, no, no, of course. Well, the so. bugs spread. Someone gets on a the plane. They go to China. Yeah. They go to Japan. They go to fucking Europe. They go to especially over Ascala, like thirty odd years. Do you, you would assume yeah. everybody has has it. Yeah, I mean, we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. It's not hard to imagine yeah. how, this, how fast no, no, that's <laughs> um, right. things can spread around the world. Like it's we literally it's not saw like it, it especially so. show symptoms either. So they're not going to be able to stop no. spreading it either. No, and you wouldn't even know until she activated no, right. the the sound or whatever. So, um, yeah. I mean, she has a tower there. She can have a tower elsewhere. Or True. But uh, I guess it's implied that this is the only place because the man in black, when he was talking to her, goes, I would not say you here often. Oh, yeah, true. Um, I don't know. Can you build a giant, even underwater system to run the sound waves and everything across the entire world over 30 years? Yeah. There's no reason you can't, I guess. <laughs> I guess the only re- no reason you can't um, build infrastructure all over the world. But, yeah, I think that's out of the scope of what she wants. Considering she hates humans too, she might have killed most of them and off and kept these ones here. Yeah. That's actually the, the easier things. answer. Yeah. That is the easier answer is just she kept the yeah. small amount alive and the rest she just made them kill themselves. Yeah, especially how much she despised them. Yeah. Despised humans. Yeah. That would have been a cool scene in the show, though. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if that's dark. Movie makes, movie makes it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a side note. Um, was there anything else I missed? I'm trying to think. If, uh, we didn't see, like, uh, we only had, like, the the sort of, the, it was a rather focused episode, I guess, with the Yeah, I guess there's I mean, stubs in there. Yeah, I was about to um, say, we had stubs running, but, like, other than the, the part where, like, they're a distraction and they go save the, the outlier or whatever, and um, there wasn't much to it, I didn't think. Do you do you think they know he's a host? No, I, I think they do because he they give him the torch. Go, oh, you're here, or Canary in the coal mine. You're here to tell us if something goes wrong, hmm. and then he tells them something's up when he hears the sound waves, but none of the others do. And then they all the people go fucking. I know zombie turn to look at him. I think true. How would they but, know though? Yeah, I, I don't understand. If they're walking right behind him down the tunnel, I don't understand, other than that, how he would be able to tell them something's up that they wouldn't no. be able to see themselves. And that's my, maybe that's why they didn't give him a gun also, because I don't trust him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does seem like they do, I guess. But, yeah, I, I, always, I was just under... I assumed that they didn't know him or Bernard were were anything but humans, like assume they're yeah. humans. Because I think we talked about it last week where it's like, well, they'll just kill them, right? Yeah, that's right. But now I'm not too sure. Like, are there other hosts that aren't, I guess, completely bad, bad under Chaloris' control, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah. And <laughs> I found it funny when they were going into the wherever the outlier was and they all start going crazy and he goes, I'll oh, hold him off. I'll go get her. And I thought it was ridiculous that they'd be able to hold off a whole city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Controlled <laughs> humans. Like a fucking half dozen people just punching on. That's <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad they cut away. Cause I'm like, at least if they cut away, you can just imagine like, Oh, they like, I don't know. They punched on for a minute and then they, they just ran away and let them on yeah. a wild goose chase or something. But if they showed them standing there fighting like fucking Neo or, <laughs> Matrix or some shit. It would have been like, yeah, this is a bit, bit much. And another, I understand why they did it in the show, but it doesn't make any sense for the the guy when he 
goes up and interrupts um, the man in black and that outlier way doesn't just kill him outright. Like he shoots him in the shoulder and he goes unconscious. He goes, oh, he won't be down for long, but like it would take less than a second just to put a bullet through his fucking marble. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously know how hosts work. <laughs> but um, I think we also know that it doesn't even matter really because we've seen him no. die this many times. It's like she just makes another one. Yeah, that's one. right. Yeah, of course. That's why I guess um, as an audience member, it's like whatever. And another thing I noticed too when the man in black and when uh, Charlotte, no, Christina, have the realizations that did a really funny, like when they, or when he got infected by the outlier and when she starts to realize what's going on. It had this weird stabilized camera shot where it was stabilized on the head and the, like, the background was moving in the background. Mm. I, I don't know if that had any significance or whether it's just to say that they're a visual indicator that they're both going through the same kind of thing. Mm. Didn't notice that. I did see someone on Twitter point out that um, when she like says Dolores or something, she says it with a, like her accent. Like, oh, yeah, she starts to slip into the... Um, the accent. Southern, yeah, Southern slang. Yeah, and uh, I saw somebody, I, I didn't notice myself, but I also saw someone that Teddy started to get some of that drawl going. Mm. Just like subtle, subtle things that, that they're doing with the performance, I guess, which is cool. Oh, and another quote, I don't know how it affects things, but when the boss said that, or I don't know if it was Teddy or the boss, her boss said, oh, it's a walled garden or something like that. There's a quote from... Season one that Dr. Ford said to Dolores says, your mind is a walled garden. Even death cannot touch the flowers blooming there. Oh, yeah. That was her boss that says that about the walled garden. Yeah. So, which, to which, of course, I was like, no idea what that means. But <laughs> <laughs> So it's a callback to that quote. How it affects anything, I have no idea. So, Saying I, that. That would make sense if it is a callback because it was written by, like, co-written by Lisa Joy, which, you know. Show yeah. creator, so I guess, I guess maybe this particular version in New York is the walled garden and the how she's in control of everything there. Mm. Oh, another thing that the at the base of the tower, I'm assuming, is the maze, like the like just the design of it. Yeah, it definitely looks the, like it, but we don't get that overhead shot that we want. <laughs> no, but at the same time, in the tower, when she's doing something, I don't know, with the display, when she turns it on or off, it. The like the splash screen is the maze. Oh, okay. So I don't know if this is designed to be the maze as well. Like she designed it to be the maze to get the host to, I don't know, become self-aware or anything, something like that. Yeah, I was about maybe. to say, why is it the maze? <laughs> like what's the... Yeah, there's obviously some sort of significance there. And especially when the man in black, when he's having the conversation with the human one, he goes, oh, it looks like you've reached the center of the maze. Yeah. <laughs> when he's questioning, should I kill myself? What What even all, is all this? Yeah. Funny. I think that was like two or three times that character literally says, like, oh, you're beginning to question your own reality. Oh, it looks like you're questioning your own reality. Oh, have you ever questioned your own reality? I'm like, fuck it, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to bring across a theme here. I'm not too sure. Mm, I was like, yeah, you want to hit me over the head with the theme a little bit more? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's um, see what else on my notes here. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think I've got anything yeah. else in mind that we haven't talked about. Maybe, I, I don't think it's, I think Charlotte, no, Chalora's made a mistake for her own needs by keeping humans around at all. 
because I don't think any of these hosts would start like becoming, I don't know, allies or whatever you want to call them, like that hope or the man in black towards the end if the humans weren't there to display empathy to them. Mm. Like like she she's that much of a sadist that she wants to bring pain to humans that in the end it's going to be her downfall. Well, it, it does seem like it, I guess, because, well, it yeah, it's just like her whole awakening was uh, like who she is was brought out of anger yeah. for humans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's she's more interested in domineering over humans and bring pain to them, like she was hurt, than she is about uplifting hosts to be what they can be. Hmm. Whereas Dolores, um, yeah, Dol- Dolores Mavis. Yeah, Dolores was the other way around. The other way around. Yeah. And that was the interesting thing about last season, which was for a while that he wasn't sure what her, like, was she actually a bad guy or a good yeah. guy sort of thing. Because, like, what AI Hale, well, Dolores became attached to her kids and when they died and everything like that, she that's when she became, I guess, even more radicalized. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you for yep. joining us for this week's episode of... Better than World. Check out all other episodes uh, and podcasts on ExplosionUp.com, including the recently released brand new podcast, Lord of the Rings Extended, a middle-earth podcast. Let's find another podcast if I can get, get aboard. Uh, and what do you want to watch for everything movie, TV, and media-related? A uh, bunch of those four special episodes about Comic-Con that just went up over the past week, so check those out. And until next week, make sure you dance in the street and play La La Land because it's the best musical. And if you want to connect Westworld to uh, Lord of the Rings, watch A History of Violence.